Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on From Prison to Prosperity. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Eric Salzenstein on the mic. He went from prison of his own mind to prison behind bars. This is going to be a story about addiction and greed to transformation and redemption. Eric went from prison to prosperity, and we're going to talk about how he did it, Fire Nation, as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Last Cyber Weekend, Clavio helped generate more than $100 million in sales for innovative direct-to-consumer brands like yours. Now, they're sharing their insights with you. From segment targeting criteria to sample marketing campaigns you can run, Clavio's go-to guide is your destination for peak holiday revenue. Download yours today at clavio.com slash fire. The biggest needle mover in my business? Funnels. The software I use to build my funnels? Click funnels, no question. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. Eric, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Fire Nation, what's going on? Happy to connect. So yeah, I think the uh, the big thing here is bodybuilding. I got out of prison and I uh, made a goal to step on stage as a bodybuilder. And coming from my frame, uh, <laughs> dripping wet 140, 145 pounds, this was a big goal and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of dedication, but such a fun thing that I accomplished. So yeah, I throw that out there. Love that. Yeah, I did not know that either. And um, that's pretty interesting stuff because I can definitely say that for me, as my progression has gone forward as an entrepreneur, I'm like, what is something on the health and wellness side that I can really strive towards? And I've definitely seen a lot of people kind of go towards that bodybuilding thing because, I mean, man, that takes time. That takes dedication, discipline. All things are going to help you on both sides of the Fence Fire Nation. Now, you did hear Eric mention prison, and we talked about that a little bit in the introduction as well because this audio masterclass is from prison to prosperity. So, Eric... Let's be honest, you went down the wrong path. Tell us why. For all of us, we have our driving factors, you know, things and, and reasons why we gear and go towards certain directions. Uh, starting for me, I started with that entrepreneurial mindset. I was that I was the kid that was selling candy in in class, the the you know the blank CDs, the mixed CDs. So from a young age, sixth grade, I had a an entrepreneurial mindset. I was driving uh, with that, and you know what also came with that is attention and you know feeling needed and wanted by my peers. And so you escalate through middle school, getting into ninth grade, and all of a sudden selling candy and CDs. It's really not that cool. You know, and so at this point in uh, ninth grade, freshman year of high school, I am, you know, weekends, I, I tried to, you know, smoke in, drink in. I'm kind of just, um, you know, peer pressure is kicking in and I'm making some bad choices. My values weren't aligned and, you know, I made some bad choices. And so that led into that entrepreneurial spirit getting kicked back in and not having my values aligned. I basically said, well, listen, if I'm going to go ahead and smoke this, I might as well, I might as well make some profit doing it. And so the biggest thing I can say is 
not having your values aligned in your life and gearing towards something else to please others uh, was probably the biggest driving force. Mix that with my entrepreneurial spirit and it led me down a devastating road. Devastating is the word, Fire Nation, when you're kind of combining those areas. And you did have a battle with addiction. I mean, you're very open about it. You talk about it. And it's something that a lot of people deal with. And there's so many different forms of addiction. I mean, there's addiction you know, to your phone. There's addiction to alcohol and drugs and porn and all these different things. I mean, there's just addiction. I mean, that's kind of unfortunately how the human brain is wired to become addicted to things, to become obsessed. And to be frank, you know, there's very few entrepreneurs that aren't addicted to something. And by something, I might, might mean success or money or whatever it is that they have as their really key performance indicators, those KPIs. So talk about your battle with addiction. Like, what did that look like, Eric? And how did you kind of grow out of that? JLD, man, you hit it. It's addiction can come from so many different areas. And really, it's ask yourself, are you being pulled away from one part of your life that you really care about because of another part of your life? And are you sacrificing and causing pain or disruption in one part because of another part? And a lot of times it's because of addiction to something. Um, for me, it, I was addicted to both money and drugs. And as I started down that path in ninth grade, selling weed to my friends, it escalated and I got bigger and I got, I was selling to, you know, now not just my friends, but it ended up being other high schools. Um, I ended up having people underneath me start selling and it just, just kept on building and building. And you know, what also was building is that feeling of need being needed and wanted by my peers. Again, those base desires, um, and that I was feeding. And so the addiction just continued to grow until post high school, um, got into, some really some harder drugs. I was swept through the um, the pill epidemic uh, that came through Florida. I, I'm not sure how many of your audience members are aware. We have a um, a documentary that was pretty big called the uh, OxyContin Express, and Florida basically just got. I mean, wrecked by doctors overprescribing pain medication uh, to people who really didn't even need it. And so um, we were doctor shopping. I was taking people to the doctors in pain to get their uh, prescriptions filled and then turning around and selling those pills. Uh, and then you bring cocaine in the mix. I mean, we it went down and it got dark and it went fast. And from 2009 to 2013, I, I was completely engulfed in that world. And so it was this, you know, uh, cycle of addiction to the drugs because I was using them. But then I was selling them to feed the habit and to feed the lifestyle that I was living. So it was just one hand washes the other, this vicious cycle that, that I, was, I was caught in. I mean, Fire Nation, it is such a slippery slope. I mean, one day you sell a joint to a friend and then the next day you wake up and you're flying a plane full of cocaine back from Colombia. I mean, wow. it can literally jump like that. I mean, of course, that's kind of like a little bit of a Narcos reference from Netflix. But I mean, Fire Nation, it starts with one thing and then things just snowball. And, and that is a powerful force as well. You know, that's why we always talk about books like The Slight Edge and The Compound Effect, because we just talked about a negative slippery slope. But what about if you're doing one great thing every single day, or you just start off with one little good thing, but then the next day you do 
a little bigger good thing and a little bigger good thing. And then before you know it, you've created this slight edge. You've created this compound effect of amazingness all because you've just done 1% better for yourself and your business and those around you every single day. Before you know it, you're the king of the world. You're the queen of the world. You're doing your thing. But again, it can go in the exact opposite direction as Eric just shared because it really is that slippery slope. Now, let's kind of fast forward a little bit, Eric, to your release from prison because you know you had the experiences that you had within prison. But after you got out, it wasn't just like, you were a straight rocket ship to success. I mean, you had some errors, you had some struggles, some obstacles, some challenges. Talk about some of those. Kind of walk us through some of those trials and errors that you experienced post-prison. Getting out and just tasting freedom, and it, that was such a surreal moment. I, my first day out, I actually uploaded a video on YouTube, <laughs> first day out of prison, and I wanted just to get the message out. I wanted just to connect, and um, I was so excited. But then what happens is now you have all this free time, and as I was solely dedicated to my personal growth that entire time in, um, now it's like, okay, so where and how am I using all this and what am I doing? And so you talk about trial and error, um, car sales and, uh, started a car sales company with a friend of mine and realized like this didn't feel good at all. And going to the auctions and dealing with people, these well, certain types of people. And it just wasn't feeding my spirit. Um, we had a good return on our first sale, but it's just, it felt off. And so had to get rid of that. And so then I really got into fitness. I had been working out my entire time in and uh, definitely have a love for fitness. It's so important that we are using health as a driving force in our in our life. And we're breaking that sweat. We're getting those endorphins going. And so I really got into in the fitness space, um, actually co-founded a fitness company as well with a, a friend of mine. And that was, that was fun. It was exciting, but I was missing my speaking. I was missing my coaching. I mean, these were things I was doing while I was away. And so with the blessing of my friend and business partner, um, I opted out of that and said, I'm going to focus on my speaking. I'm going to focus on my coaching. And so I had to, I had to fail at some things. I had to try some things. And so now finally living in my purpose, walk, waking up every day, energized, ready to win, uh, because I'm walking in and what I believe to be my mission is just so fulfilling. So let's talk about some specifics from that first stop, which was a car sales company. Like, why'd you get into car sales? What were some good things that happened? What were some bad things that happened? Like maybe tell one interesting story from that. Yeah, money. I, I mean, it was purely driven by money. Let's make some extra cash. It was, uh, I was living with a roommate at the time, a buddy of mine. And um, so that, that was the, that was the, core reason why we started it. Um, the first sale that we did, it was, it was definitely, it was fun. We got our, it was a 300% return um, on, a, you know, on a small, it was like $2,000, $2,500 car. And uh, it was a big win. Uh, but then now having to go through the day to day of something where you're really not passionate about, I was very, it was I mean, it didn't take long before I realized like just this just doesn't, this isn't, this isn't driving me. This isn't doing it. And, and, you know, you have to decide like, is it, is it something internal? Is it the laziness? Is it like, you're just not wanting to work, but that's not it because I love working. So I, I love being involved in something. I love growing something. So it came to where we both were just like, there was no satisfaction in it. And uh, we had to let that go. I mean, money can't be the only motivator, Fire Nation. I mean, once you get to the point 
where like you have the substance you need. You have enough money to put food in your mouth and to pay rent. I mean, once you've kind of checked those couple blocks off, which of course are incredibly important blocks to check, now it's like, okay, now it just turns into a grind because I don't have passion or purpose for this thing. That's when you have to move into something that you're really wanting to spend your days on. Because as they say, as how we spend our days, Fire Nation, is how we spend our lives. So how are you spending your days? Because that's how you're spending your life. And now, kind of fast forwarding to your fitness company, which you talked a little bit about. I mean, something still felt off there. Like, what felt off with the fitness company? Came down to one thing, which is let's get those six pack abs. You know, let's let's get let's lose that fat. Let's gain the muscle over here. Let's, and this this is great because um, you know this really energizes somebody. People are feeling good about themselves. We're creating positive change in this space. It's it's a it's much needed. And in, um, but. For me, it's I want to dive deeper. You know, fitness was one element of my transformation while I was in prison. And I used it. I used it. I was constantly going out to that rec yard to blow off steam, to get away from the drama, the the fighting, the the constant tension that was inside that place. Um, it was it was a it was a special time, and I continue to use it since getting out. But it's one element. And what I, what I, what really gets me going is, is I want to dive deeper. I want to tap into the social dynamics, communication skills, and confidence that allows you to thrive in your business with your clients, with your customers. I want to tap into the spirit and mindset and developing that morning routine that really gets you going and showing up um, as your ultimate self. You know, you tapping into your best when you're in your marriage, in your relationships. Like these are things that I'm so passionate about because I overlooked them for so long. And so now that I'm in and walking in this new state as this new being, I know the difference. And so I want to help people achieve that same thing. And that's my mission. I knew that fitness was just one part of it, but it wasn't the whole scope. So you just painted a little picture of your life in prison. I actually want to go back there now and kind of talk a little bit more um, in depth about that because frankly, you are actually living in prison, but the reality is a lot of people listening right now are living in a prison of their own creation. You know, they hate their job. They are not passionate about their life. They've painted a prison and they don't know how to escape. Now you are actually in prison and you made a decision to change. Talk us through that. Bring you back to um, that courtroom setting, sitting there and judges looking down at me. I mean, she's she's got disappointment on her face oh, as if man. I was her own son. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm goosebumps. I got the hairs on the back of my neck standing up. I knew I was about to lose my freedom. But, you know, really, if I'm being honest, I had lost my freedom long before that day in the courtroom. I wasn't about to lose my freedom. I had already lost it. And after being sentenced, that gavel dropping, being sentenced to four years in state prison, you know, this is when, you know, this is okay, it's go time. Now I have to adapt to this new world, step into this new environment and learn it. And we have a 80% recidivism rate throughout our country mm. within the first five years, 70, I think it's 80, 75 to 85, 80% of, of inmates go right back in because our system is so flawed and the way this place is set up, it's just, man, it's, it's rough. It's, I mean, it's, it's everything that you see in the movies and it's not rehabilitation, um, by any means. And so 
adapting to this place, I did make that decision. But a big, big thing I want to point out here, Fire Nation, is that I made the decision in county jail that I was going to do whatever it took to change my life, that I wanted to get the time that I needed to change my life. I made that decision. And I'm sure you've made a decision similar to that. I'm going to do what it takes to grow my business to this. I'm going to do what it takes to uh, make my marriage stronger. I'm going to do what it takes to be a better father and mother. I'm sure you've made similar decisions, but then something happened. The New Year res- resolutions you made, or res- you know, the big resolution, something happened and it didn't go through. And I'm six months into my sentence and I realized that I had absolutely no idea how to create this change that I wanted. I didn't know how. So I made the decision. I wanted to do it, but I didn't have the steps, the blueprint, the process in order to do it. And this was a huge moment. I reached out to my brother who's played such a big role in my development, best friend, brother, coach. Um, and it's funny because, you know, we've got, it's like the black sheep in the family, myself, <laughs> and then, the, and then the golden child, like, just like, t- let, just check this out. Like we've got Stanford graduate high school dropout. We've got professional tennis player, convicted felon. We've got successful entrepreneur, uh, <laughs> ex-con, you know what I mean? Like, Man. so right. You know, like it, we took completely two different paths, but I reached out to him and said, Hey Jeff, I need some help. And he reached out to me, said, start with these two books and we're going to get on a coaching call once a week from there. Do you remember what those and, two books were? Oh yeah, absolutely. So we've, we got Timothy Ferris, the four hour work week. And Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. Boom. That book didn't do exactly what the title says it was going to do. And <laughs> from, from, from that point, that six-month mark, for the next three and a half years, I relentlessly pursued all things growth. I started uh, speaking and I ended up being published in a local newspaper for a speech contest against two other prisons, setting up workshops uh, through the warden for inmates to come together. We had the band from the chapel playing. We would have, you know, different people come up and do like a positive rap or some sort of like talent or skill. I would speak. Um, and I started coaching. I mean, we, we were basically, we were doing 5k runs for gratitude, 5k runs. I mean, we were trying to really push something that was not being offered at that camp. And, um, so, you know, that, that next three and a half years, I was off to the races. I made that decision, but now I had a blueprint. I had, I had steps to follow. I had a process and most importantly, I had a a vision for myself. I created a vision for myself and, and went after it. A phrase that you said honestly gave me chills and fire nation. I really want you to kind of lean in and actively listen right now. I was about to lose my freedom, but the reality was I had already lost my freedom. I mean, Fire Nation, here was Eric about to be handed down a four-year sentence in prison. He was about to actually lose his freedom, but he had this aha moment, this epiphany of like, wait, wait, I've, I've, I've already lost my freedom. I've already lost my freedom. And how many people, Fire Nation, are listening right now that can look at yourself in the mirror and say, man, I'm not going to prison anytime soon because I'm not necessarily doing anything against the law, but I've lost my freedom. I've taken my own freedom away because of the walls that I've put up, because of the decisions that I've made, I've lost my freedom. And guess what? Eric had lost his own freedom in that way that I just shared, but he also actually lost his freedom by going to jail. And guess what? He was able to make the shift, make the change by taking incredible, passionate action 
and you can too. And we're going to talk about a system that he developed called Rock as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. The biggest needle mover in my business, Funnels. They've allowed me to do so much, like deliver free courses to my audience, resulting in tens of thousands of leads. They've also helped me present live masterclasses to teach thousands of others of how to create and launch their own podcast, and they've helped me generate millions of dollars in sales. But I couldn't have done any of it as effectively as I have without the right software to help. ClickFunnels. With ClickFunnels, you can build sales funnels without a programmer and without knowing any code. And these sales funnels walk your visitors through the sale in a way that maximizes your conversions and earnings. And the great thing about ClickFunnels is that it's not just your funnel building editor, it's also your shopping cart, your email autoresponder, your membership software, your affiliate management software, and so much more. Join over 90,000 entrepreneurs who are actively using ClickFunnels to easily get their products and their message out to the world. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. Clavio's mission is simple, help brands grow. And they have a proven track record, especially when it comes to the busiest online shopping days of the year, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Last Cyber Weekend, Clavio helped generate more than $100 million in sales for innovative direct-to-consumer brands like yours. What's the secret to the success? And how are today's top online brands preparing to set new records this holiday season? That's simple. Personalized marketing experiences. Experiences that create authentic relationships with your customers and show you understand them and their preferences. In order to have a successful Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you must understand your customer, their purchase motivations, and what kind of marketing messages they should receive. The more you can own the customer experience, the more successful you'll be. And lucky for us, Clavio helps the most innovative online businesses own their growth. To help you, Clavio has released a holiday planning go-to guide. Get the guide and maximize your fourth quarter sales by visiting clavio.com slash fire. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash fire. So Eric, your story gave me chills. I hope Fire Nation is leaning in, actively listening to the reality that they might be sitting in a place where you know they're, they're not going to prison. They're not going to lose their actual freedom, but they've lost their freedom because of the decisions they've made up to this point. But those walls that they've put up can be broken down. And you've developed a system called Rock. Talk to us about that system. Absolutely. I appreciate that, JLD. And Fire Nation, um, the the simple truth is that we can be in prison without physically being in prison. That is the truth of it. And sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. Many times we could be our own worst enemy and set ourselves in this place. And it takes acknowledging that. It takes calling ourselves out and saying, I'm going to recognize that I'm falling short in this area, that I have trapped myself in this area, that I have put myself in some sort of confines that's limiting my growth because of this reason or because of, you know, whatever it is for you. All right. That's the big thing is recognizing that. So the rock was developed. Um, I did start, I started coaching and, um, you know, inmates were, people were coming up to me and being like, man, listen, you're operating to a different beat. Like you're, you're, you're doing something that we're just, where it's not everyone's doing. Like, what, what do you got? I want some of what you have. And so, you know, conversations started happening and, um, 
towards the end, I look at it and I said to my, like, what were the big driving forces that have gotten you to this place? And so I put these steps together that were, I mean, to me, they were so obvious, like this is what made this transformation happen. Um, and going back, you said a huge, you said, uh, JLD, you said something really important earlier, which is something along the lines of um, uh, what I, how I quote it is small steps can create huge change. You know, and we, and so these, these, for me, these were clear steps that I had taken. And so the rock was born. I ended up actually presenting this in a speech while I was in prison. This is the one that uh, got me published in the Tallahassee Democrat. Mm. So it's a four step process of change, four step process of transformation using the acronym rock. And the first one, it's a compounding effect. So these lead one onto the other. Um, the first one is R, which is raise your standards. And it's all about basically saying that you're not going to tolerate anymore what's going on, where you're at right now. You're going to increase. You're going to develop a new vision for your life, just like I did, because I had no idea what the future held for me. But what I did know and what I did do constantly was meditate on what my future self would look like. And I, and I, and I had that vision and I actually in prison changed the way that I was walking. I made a decision that my future self would no longer walk the way that I was walking. And I, he would, he would walk with his shoulders, you know, back his chest out. He would make eye contact with everybody and smile and, and he would be warm and inviting. These are actual physical tweaks and adjustments that I made because I raised my standards to a new being, to a new, uh, st a new standard of life. And so that's the first step that I believe you have to do. And, and again, let me just set this, I'll say this also fire nation, these steps as powerful, powerful, powerful as they are, and you can apply this in your business, no doubt. Okay. But these steps you can take and put in any area that you need them. So if it's your relationship that you want to focus on, you apply the rock to your, your marriage, your relationship. If it's your parenting, you apply it to that. If it's your, if it's your business, you apply it to that. So that's the beautiful thing here. If it's your health, you apply it to that. It's, it's for, it's meant for all areas of life. So the first one, raise your standards. The second one is own your thoughts, because as you're raising your standards, what happens is these stories that we've written about ourselves, these beliefs that we've somehow managed to think are true, that I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, I can never get on stage as a public speaker. Are you kidding me? Like, I can't do that. That's, that's terrifying. The, Whatever set of beliefs or stories that we've written about ourselves, they come from something. Maybe they came from your, your teacher or a set of teachers you had, your parents. Maybe they came from uh, different experiences that you've had, pain and pleasure that you've faced. These stories that we've written about ourselves are not necessarily true, but our subconscious mind, we've come to believe them. And so many times we have these limiting beliefs about ourselves or different sorts of fear of judgment, fear of criticism. And these thoughts will come in and they will keep us from taking action. They'll limit our growth. And so once you raise your standards and you get all excited and you've got the motivation and you see it and you're, and you're like, okay, let's go. Now, all of a sudden you get hit. You get hit with the wave of all these, this, these negative thoughts, uh, limiting beliefs, fears. And that's why it's so important that every day when you wake up, you're in a mindset of, I'm going to own my thoughts. They're going to be, I'm going to make sure they're in alignment with my new standards that I'm, I'm trying to live by.
All right. So you see how these things are stacking. All right. Now, Fire Nation, you see yourself, you're climbing up this hill, right? You've raised your standards. You're owning your thoughts. You're feeling good. You're making, you're, you're building the momentum. You're gaining the new clients. The wife's happier. You know, the husband's love. I mean, like you guys, things are good right now, right? But then all of a sudden, resistance hits you. All of a sudden, that obstacle gets presented to you. All of a sudden, that challenge arises, and you're like, man, so you're going up that hill and now you got the blister and you're like, no, this isn't really fun anymore. I'm like, my ankle hurts. I don't even think I want to get to the top anymore. Like you have to, and that's why C is so, so important. You have to stay consistent in your efforts. You have to drive forward. You have to maintain and own your thoughts in a, in a, in a place of abundance. You have to go back to the new standard that you set for yourself, that vision that you created for yourself. You have to remind yourself of what that is constantly, daily, owning your thoughts in that and staying consistent and driving forward. Consistency in your efforts. And lastly, as we're climbing that hill, as we're maneuvering through life, there's always going to be things that try to pull us, that try to bring us. And it just doesn't even necessarily be a challenge. This is, this could be a, these could be friends. I mean, this is so many, this could be the new shiny object. You guys know what I'm talking about, Fire Nation, the shiny object syndrome pulling you to do this, to grow your business. Really, that's not what you need to be focusing on. You need to be focusing on this. And so what happens here is that you have to be in alignment with your values, and it's funny that we kicked off this thing today, JLD, and you asked me, well, how'd you go down the wrong path? Yeah. I was feeding base desires, no doubt, but I had no values in my life at that place. No values. You have to be, and that's why K is know your values. And when you know your values, there are certain things you can do to make sure that you stay in alignment with them so you stay on that path and you continue to grow in the area that you're focusing on. And with those four steps, as they compound on each other, you've created a rock-solid foundation to build upon. Fire Nation, rock. Raise your standards. Own your thoughts. Be consistent in your efforts and know your values. And just like Eric said, these will compound on top of each other, 1% better every day, the slight edge giving you that compound effect. This Fire Nation is how you own your life. So Eric, you've applied rock. Fire Nation hopefully is going to be understanding and applying rock in their life talk to us. We've just shared some great value bombs about all the things that you've learned in your life. Where are you at right now? Share with us that. Like where do you where are you at in your entrepreneurial journey? What are you looking forward to? And kind of end this little part with what you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from our conversation today. It's been such an amazing time working with the clients I have and seeing that this 
this stuff works and it's, it wasn't just me, you know, I was the guinea pig, but it wasn't, I mean, this is powerful stuff and the feedback and, and, uh, success stories that I'm getting is just, you know, it's firing, it's keeping me fired up. And, and so I'm on a mission to share this thing. And, um, my intention is to share this with schools and talk to our youth about this. My intention is to share this with businesses, uh, disgruntled employees who are at their wits end because they're in a job that's not finding fulfillment and, um, you know, entrepreneurs and it's basically like we can apply this in all the different areas of our lives. And um, so I'm on a mission to share this thing and um, just came off of a huge win. You had Pete Vargas on not uh, not too long ago uh, sharing his um, sharing his framework and method of getting people scaling their business using the power of stages. And uh, I was fortunate enough to go out there and compete in the Advance Your Reach Live 2019 speak off uh, with Pete Vargas and Pat Quinn. And hundred contestants, seventy-five event planners, uh, which you were—you uh, were one of those ones, JLD. Yeah, I was a guest judge. That was a lot of fun. So that was uh, that was huge. And um, really, I wasn't actually planning on competing this year at this one. I was just going to attend the workshop and and watch the speak off. And I was going to I was going to compete next year. But we said, why wait? This was all this was a last minute thing. But we said, why wait? Like, just let's just do it, man. Let's get you on stage this year. And so made the decision to uh, take action. And and so so happy. I, I ended up placing first in that speak off and uh, took home the victory. And so now it's Boom. it's yeah man, it was huge. And, um, now it's just using this momentum and, uh, staying focused, right? The shiny object syndrome was trying to stay focused and, um, just connecting with awesome people like yourself with fire nation and, and just growing this thing. So what you guys can do is, um, definitely I invite you all fire nation, go to my website. Uh, that's Eric with the K Saul Zin Steen, S A L Z E N S T E-I-N. Had to say that about a hundred, you know, spell that out about a, <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of times in my life. So that's ericsalzenstein.com forward slash fire. And uh, my winning talk is going to be up on there. So you can check that out. Uh, and then also Fire Nation, I want to I want to get you started on building this rock solid foundation. Uh, so when you're there, we are going to have a free starter course for you as well. So I want you to check that out. I want you to call yourself out on the area where you know you you need to be, you need to, you need to put some focus on an area that may have you in prison that may have you, um, in, in some sort of chains. And so it's my question to you is, is it really the marketing strategy that you need to grow your business or is there something else in your life that's stopping you from growing your business? And that marketing strategy is just a piece of it right? Is there something else, something bigger that's stopping you from really showing up at your ultimate, your, your best self for your clients, your tribe? Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with ES and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type in Eric, that's Eric with a K, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. The direct link to his website, which you should be visiting Fire Nation because his talk was on fire. I'm probably not supposed to reveal this, but I will. I, I voted for him to come in first place. <laughs> and so I am part of the reason why he took home the first place prize because he was 
clearly the best presenter at this entire event, which was a massive event of a ton of great speakers. So congrats on that, Eric and Fire Nation. You want to watch that talk. You want to just consume the content that Eric is providing for you, that starter course he mentioned. Get over there, check out what he has going on. And Eric, I just want to say thank you, brother, for sharing your truth with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Appreciate you, TLD. Keep rocking it, brother. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Eric and Fire Nation. I know you understand how podcasts can ignite your business, but the planning, the creating, the collaborating with guests, I mean, the producing and distributing, take it from me, podcasting can be intense. That's why I am fired up for you to check out Oxbus. Oxbus has an end-to-end podcast creation platform for entrepreneurs just like you. So just go ahead and visit oxbus.com slash JLD and try it for free. That's oxbus, A-U-X-B-U-S dot com slash JLD. I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Last Cyber Weekend, Clavio helped generate more than $100 million in sales for innovative direct-to-consumer brands like yours. Now, they're sharing their insights with you. From segment targeting criteria to sample marketing campaigns you can run, Clavio's go-to guide is your destination for peak holiday revenue. Download yours today at clavio.com slash fire. The biggest needle mover in my business? Funnels. The software I use to build my funnels? Click funnels, no question. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click.